episode 177 of the What Nots Review Show, where every week we pick a story and we talk about it. This could be a movie, TV series, anime, comic book, audio drama, all kinds of entertainment. We watch it, read it, listen to it, and then we come back here and we discuss it. My name is Melissa Wilkinson, and I am joined, as always, by my co-captain, Kyle Springer. Hello, and happy Halloween month. <laughs> yes, this is our first episode month. of October. An entire month of Halloween. Can you believe that yeah. every day in October is Halloween? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a good good time of year. It's starting to get cooler out. I no longer have to use my fan at night to like ah. keep me cool, uh, which is nice. I still turned it on last night because I like the white no 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 noise. But uh, man, it's it's like we can keep the windows open. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I like it. I like it. How are you? Melissa? I'm doing good. I went to my first Halloween party last night. Got one in early this month. That is an yeah. early one. How was it? It was fun. It played some Jackbox. It's my one requirement for any party. I just want to win go. a Quiplash once. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. I, th I think we're uh, today here at my house. The house is kind of he he hectic. It's n we're not having a party, but my roommate's boyfriend is now living with us. He no. right right after he left to go work on Stranger Things season four. The Whoa. apartment that he lives in, like a wolf fell up like off his house so he has like he had like no 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 house uh so all his stuff got moved into our our place and he's like officially uh on the lease uh now okay and uh then like that same roommate her dad is coming over to watch the game and we're cooking and there's people over so yeah we we have a hectic house and it's a good feeling indeed this weekend but good Melissa, good to live in a house that's full of people and not full of ghosts yeah ex ex exactly exactly which is what we are kind of ta talking about today uh what are we discussing what movie are we talking about this week melissa last week i pitched you a set of international horror movies and you picked lake mungo this is a 2008 horror movie from Australia, written and directed yeah. by Joel Anderson. And this is unique because it is in the style of a documentary. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm hesitant to use the word mockumentary because I feel like that puts it in somebody's head that this is a comedy. And it is yeah. not. It is a very somber film. Yeah, it's it's a mockumentary, not in the sense that it is a comedy, yeah. but in the sense that it's it just is a, a fake false documentary. documentary. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a fakeumentary. I don't yeah. know if that works Faux or -umentary. not. Faux-umentary. <laughs> um, yeah, so you you pitched this one last week, and I picked it because I I I kind of had this, this fascination with the trope of, like, hey, a character dies, and then you do some kind of investigation into their life and death but uh, but you you end up like finding out more about them that you didn't know maybe they had secrets or 
yeah, you know, stuff like stuff like that. Um, it's it it happens often enough in TV and film, but I don't think it's also like a prominent trope. Yeah, that's out there. Um, so when one does come up, I'm like, ooh, that could be neat. That could be fun. Yeah. So that's why I picked this one. Um, because we have, I I guess to kind of get into a very big basic plot synopsis is yes. we have the disappearance and death of this young girl um i don't remember her name off the top of my head. Uh, her name go, is alice look. palmer uh she's alice about palmer. 16 her and her family go out swimming at a dam uh and mm-hmm. she she dr- she gets out of their sight and she drowns accidentally and it's about the family uh learning more about secrets that alice kept you know after her death uh and there is a little bit of a ghost mystery in there too yeah so she she passes away and then there's yeah there's some some supernatural stuff that starts happening Mm -hmm. to the family and around the house and we kind of get to 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 see how how the family is coping uh with all of this so it's an it's an interesting film uh, but I, yeah, I, it's about... I think. Oh, go ahead. No, it's, it's about like coping and questioning and investigating. Like this is, uh, exactly. it's not so much yeah. that supernatural things are happening. It's about the question of, are there supernatural things happening, or are we so affected by grief that it's making us see things? Yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, I think for me, like when when you pitched this and i looked it up uh i think one of the things like it, it kept getting like top ratings and stuff like that and like this film is really scary like oh my god like it's one of the mm. scariest australian yeah. films period uh <laughs> and so yeah I, I i have to admit i was a little nervous going uh-huh. into this one to 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 be like uh-oh is this gonna be too scary for for me for for little old kyle no not not the case uh, not the yeah. case in, indeed. I didn't think this was super scary. Um, there's maybe one or two parts that I could see people getting scared mm. at. Uh, but yeah, for the most p- p- part, uh, I think maybe scare factor is a little disappointing, but I, I, I still liked it. I, I thought the movie was yeah. fine. Um, not, I'd say, not one that I think now that I've watched it, not really one that I would say like, oh, yeah, this is a good, good, good one that you should watch for like a Halloween party or stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. If if you're serious. looking for maybe more of the like art house kind of stuff, like the smaller films that are in horror stuff, then, yeah, I think this might be one to ch- check out. Yeah, I think it it is scary at the times when it is trying to, to scare to you yeah yeah um i think that's true more than anything it's a sad movie like <laughs> mm-hmm. like i i was glad to I, this is a movie i've heard about for years i was glad to finally see it it is a very impactful effective film and it did leave me in kind of a bummer mood <laughs> it kind of did yeah it's a Not bit of a downer but it's a, a very interesting thing. movie yeah 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 so uh yeah i i so 
I found this on Amazon Prime is where mm. I found it. They have it for free there. They actually have two versions of the film, which oddly enough aren't actually two versions of the film. It's the exact same version. Uh-huh. One just has a different title uh, called, What's that After, called? called After Dark Lake Mungo. And it's huh. a, apparently the film was a part of some like after dark film festival or something. Yeah, okay, so I I watched this for free on Tubi. I think just because I should have, I should have checked Prime. Yeah. <laughs> like I just when I googled the movie, it said watch for free on Tubi first. So I just didn't think about looking further. And that when you look up that movie, it does have a thumbnail. That is like it has like a part of a film collection on the sidebar. Like the only gotcha. version of this movie that's streaming is the version of a movie that came in like an eight movie DVD set. <laughs> it's part of like a like a discount bundle. Like you buy at a Walmart. <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, so they they do ha- have it on Prime at least here in the United States. Um, yeah, and yeah, it it. It, it was an interesting film. I think I ended up being more interested in a certain character in the film. That uh-huh. There was something that he was doing that I was just like, that I, I think is the most interesting aspect of the yeah. film. Uh, but then, yeah, I think at the end of the day, the, the film does kind of leave you with this question of like, is there supernatural stuff happening here? Like we, 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 we don't, we, we, we don't necessarily know. I, I, I don't want to spoil it yet, but mm. yeah, there are, there are some, some things that come into question and some things that, that they miss, uh, that are, yeah. are, are in, in the film that they, they, they don't see and they don't discover, uh, that, that is, is like, oh, well, hmm, maybe, I don't know. Inter- interesting. Yeah. Yeah, maybe there is something supernatural happening, but it's not the thing that the family thinks is happening at the beginning. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. It's a. It's an. It's an interesting style. I, I. I think the the mockumentary maybe made it less scary, like that, like filming it in that style. But I think as a result, made it more emotionally impactful. I. I, I th- yeah. Think that's where this movie hits. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was happy to have watched this. Definitely a unique film. Uh, I do recommend checking it out. You know, if you like horror stuff and you want to see something that's different than what you've seen before. Or you want to yeah. watch a movie from Australia. Yeah, that was one of my goals. Like, I gave you all international movies from places we'd never seen anything before. Yeah, because we've watched Korean shows and French movies and stuff like that. But yeah, we haven't touched Australia yet. There we go. Now we have. With that being said, though, we kind of already did a plot synopsis in there. So... With that, I say we do a little bit of housekeeping and then we will get into spoilers and stuff mm. after that. So we will be right back. 
We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots, and we'd love it if you would check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. A big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters, especially those at the $5 tier and above. So thank you to Sam. We Thanks, appreciate you. We love you a lot. Thank you so much for supporting us. It means a ton. Now, cool things that we've been doing around the whatnots. Uh, let's see. On the Captain's Log, we had a really cool interview recently with Stephanie Cook. Um, yes. That was a lot of fun. She is a writer and a comic book creator and has a few graphic novels uh, that are out there and available for you guys to check out. She also has her own podcast uh, with a friend of her hers all about capers and heist <laughs> films uh, and stuff like that. Caper, caper cast uh, is what mm -hmm. that one is is called. Uh, we are almost done with our reactions to Marvel's What If. The final yeah. one is is this week. Uh, I guess the day that this goes live is when the final one will be out, uh, and we will be doing our reactions that 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 night on that Wednesday. Uh, the Wednesday that this podcast goes live. So be on the lookout for all of that as well. Uh, yeah, and then, it, you know, we just had a really good uh, crossplay nice. episode uh, yesterday. So uh, if you guys want to hear about some video games and potentially Konami returning to maybe remaster some Metal Gear Solid video gay games you guys should check that hmm. one out as well uh but yeah that's it that's that's a some of the neat things that we have been up to here at the whatnots so with that let's get into spoilers here we are spoiler territory hmm. So, Melissa, I said that yeah. I was more interested in something that a certain character was. Yes. Good place doing. to I start. I would like to start there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we see this family kind of affected by the loss of their daughter uh, and the like surviving brother uh, mm. is into photography. Uh, and they they very briefly sh sh show him like loading film into d d d different ca cameras and developing stuff. And yeah, he, he has this 
fascination with photography that uh, leads him to kind of doing this seemingly mundane project of photographing their backyard in the same spot uh, every three months. And so he can just mm. see like how that space changes with time. Uh, and he ends up capturing uh what 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 he thinks is is a a ghost of his sister mm. uh, which then kind of sparks the the whole investigation of like oh is 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 she trying to contact us we've been hearing these strange no noises we didn't really know what they were but now that we've seen this huh uh-oh uh and so yeah that leads them to uh start i i don't want to say installing cameras because that's not the right word, but they set up these like yeah. camcorders because this is happening like early 2000s, I think is when. Yeah, the, the movie the, came the, out in 2008. Set. And I think like the events are set starting in like 2005. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they set up these like camcorders uh, to kind of continuously film the house at night uh, in which the cameras capture more stuff that the, the family is just like, uh oh, what what is happening? Um, and. I was fascinated with that, like it, it it's it seems like. The brother, let me look up his name again, I think it was Do mm, Matthew. Matthew. I was going to say Mike, but I was like, it's not Mike. No, it's Matt. Matthew. Matt Matthew. Um, yeah, he, he, he gets interested in photography and starts going down that route. And I, I, I feel like I, I almost feel like this story would be better served as a TV show. If that hmm. makes sense. Like, I, I really, really enjoy the idea of this story and what they did with this. But I, I feel like the investigation aspect of this, like, documentary, this, like, true crime, but it's not true style investigation, mm -hmm. like, brings up some interesting things, but then just never explores them. Uh -huh. And... and like I I I feel like you could dedicate like a whole movie or a whole like here's episode three all about Matthew's photography right and all that stuff because what we 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 end up investigating like all of these pictures with these strange occurrences or these bits of film only to find out that Matthew has fabricated them. So yeah. most of the stuff that you thought was scary in this is fake. And I, it <laughs> didn't happen. And like I like I I find that to be fascinating. Uh yeah. not, it, it's it's a little bit disappointing that it was fake, but I I I like the, just the fact that that's what he turns to. Like they they don't necessarily mention what the parents turn to except the father turns to his the father the father turns to his work and mm -hmm. the son kind of dives into photography and that's kind of all we know but what does that actually mean like i i've i've been i've 
been there in mm. that same thing where like I've I've had something I went through a bad breakup and then was just like, well, I'm just going to throw myself into my artwork and just mm -hmm. make stuff. Right. Um, yeah. And like, I, I, I feel like there could have been some really, really interesting stuff in there about just like how how do you deal with photography? Because photography has a rich history of capturing the apparitions or ghosts yeah. or weird orbs of light um stuff like that and the film also kind of starts out with that a bunch of these uh -huh. photos of uh, like double exposures or potential ghosts and stuff like that which i don't really understand why the film started with that because it really had nothing to do with the rest of the movie yeah yeah the photographs a are a, a more minor part of the movie than you'd think. I kind of knew what was going to happen in this movie. I'd watched a video, I think, by the YouTuber Ryan Hollinger, who does um, okay. horror movie retrospectives. And I knew that this was a, a big documentary where this family lost their daughter. And then they found like photos and videos that appeared to capture her ghost. And then they found out that the, the son had been faking this as a way to sort of bring comfort to his parents. And right. I thought that was going to be a, a and it is a major twist of the movie, but that's like the twist of like the first act. Yeah. <laughs> like they figure that out like 30, 40 minutes in. Yeah, it's it's kind of get lost over because then they don't really. They, they like there's a, a scene with the mom is talking on camera and she just says, like, I don't really understand why he did that. And then that's well, like all they say on that. And then they move on. Well, the <laughs> reason, like, oh, and then there's the reason he gives <laughs> is that um, uh, when the uh, when Alice's body was found, his parents drove out there. His mom was too emotional. She's like, I don't want to get out of the car. So like the dad went, looked at the this like bloated waterlogged body, identified it as Alice. And then they went through you know a whole uh the burial and everything like that but it's always sort of lingered in the back of the mom's mind that she regretted not looking at the body not confirming yeah. that for herself like having only one person's set of eyes on uh the sort of uh, disfigured corpse leaves it open to the fact that maybe he made a mistake maybe alice is still out there so that's why matthew fakes these these photos and these videos like uh and it's less as a ghost and more as Oh, what if Alice really was like, she's still out there somewhere. She came to stand in her backyard or whatever. Like he does it because he knows that the mom has second thoughts about Alice's body. And he wants to give her a good reason to exhume the body, get everything like DNA tested and confirm and like settle that in her mind forever. So she doesn't worry about it anymore. That's why he makes all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and it, it's just like I. Yeah, like I, I'm I, I it feels like I'm hyper fixating on that stuff, but it like it it's it, an interesting yeah. concept. Yeah, like I, I would like to know more like what else in the world of photography is this kid into like what inspired him to make this? Did he look at uh, 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 other photographers to inspire him to make like what if I just use my backyard project and do that way like inst instead of. Do doing something else 
right? I it it might seem small to a lot of people, mm. but to 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 me, who's uh, done a lot of photography work and was an art student, that stuff stood out and was just like, ooh, like I I want to know more about that. So yeah, you could do. If they chose a different route, you could do almost an entire movie that's just about uh, the investigation of these photos and videos and then yeah. the Matthews side of it and like why and, and how he chose to fake all of those things. Because I feel like this is an element I've seen in other stories before where you find out that like evidence is faked, but it's faked because of um, like it's some sort of, of fraud, like the person's hoping to like gain something from it, like money or right, notoriety yeah. or it's a trick I, I like that his perspective was he wants to bring some sort of comfort Closure, to his mom yeah. through this yeah 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 um <laughs> he faked all of, all, all of that stuff that that was an inter interesting thing that i was not ex expecting um mm. I, I i i could see if they like the the they they do end up finding a photo or like a bit of film that another couple had had uh yeah done and so it's like if like i could see those being faked right of like some like like you said like someone out there wants to kind of cash in on this notoriety and somehow be like become a famous photographer because of this but because it's Matthew, it's the brother. Like at first, Lance, it just like you don't necessarily see a motive behind that. Yeah, it's like, well, why would he be the one to do that? And the fact that it's so close, it speaks to the fact that maybe, oh, because it is her brother. That's why she appears in this photograph. It's like a family connection. She's reaching out to him mm -hmm. specifically through one of his yeah. hobbies. Yeah, and there is yeah. a um. There's a video that like some local farmer takes out on like part of the water by where uh, Alice died, I think. And there's a figure in the distance that they think is Alice. And it's revealed later that that was Matthew. And he's like wearing her jacket. And I don't think it was clear whether he's like, yes, I purposefully dressed up like Alice. And I went to where I thought somebody would film me right? so that people would think I was Alice's ghost. It's this, or if it's like this weird thing. He's just or like if he's just wearing his sister's old jacket like as comfort or like maybe it was a really nice jacket and it fit him too. And he's like, well, I'm just going to yeah, keep it's, wearing it's like, this jacket. This is North Face. Right. right like this his is sister's like bomber j -j jacket, which is yeah. maybe more of like a unisex thing. Right. That's just like. Yeah. I, yeah. I just like 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 it's comforting to him. Maybe. Yes. But it's also. Again, they don't really expect explain it enough to to be like well, what what was he up to there like yeah, was, was he, he just like trying there, to like, like summon her of, Do, right, what is like he it's, doing it's it doesn't seem like he would there's so many variables it doesn't seem like he went there with the purpose of like yes people will think i'm alice's ghost we we look similar enough from that far away or if he's like yeah, I'm just missing Alice today. I'm going to go walk around this this beautiful nature area close to yeah. where she died. And I just happen to be wearing her old jacket. And it's it's not clear if that's planned or if that's just circumstance. Yeah, uh, but it it gets caught on film and then starts to mm. get circulated of like, oh, yeah, these these pictures of this goat like shit. This mm. must be 
true because we caught one with her. Uh, and then down the road, it c- comes out that there is yet a another uh, <laughs> group of p- p- people that filmed him at the lake there. Um, and this is one that exposes it like it's actually h- him and not, uh, you know, mm. some ghost. Um, so, yeah, yeah. All of this stuff comes out and it's 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 just this like interesting series of events right and mm-hmm. just like huh in like the whole thing is just strange to to see how like how he's coping with this and then to see how the public is reacting and it's mm-hmm. it's it's like this really small microcosm of how like how we have all reacted to true crime podcasts <laughs> after serial and stuff right just this like oh like hey if if we start investigating maybe we can move this case along or maybe we can solve it and and stuff like that it's this like natural in inclination to like want to be involved somehow. yeah it's it's not quite to that degree it's just the like nobody's out there investigating Alice's death. Everybody believes right. it was just an accidental drowning. Nobody thinks there's anything sinister going on. Just that that one farmer happened to be filming across his land. He sees a figure in the distance. He's like, I think that's that girl who died. And then there's this couple who's also filming by the lake. And they realize, oh, we think we were there the same day that farmer was filming. Let's see what we can see in the background from our angle. And then they see Matt walking around and they realize, oh, that's just her brother. Uh, they look similar. <laughs> there was not Alice or Alice's ghost there at all. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I liked that whole that whole part of the yeah. film there. I do want to get into there... some, some of the more scary stuff that kind of revolves yeah. around all of that. Uh, so at the end of the film, they kind of go back through through some of that footage and they reveal like oh well there was some things that they actually missed which makes no sense t- to me especially okay, if they so were are you talking about all the, of those are you talking about the end credits basically yeah where they re- okay, re- that- reveal that there there actually is some like hey there is a ghost or there well there is a second uh uh again what, what's her name alice again, I keep, Alice, I keep I'm terrible with names. You guys know this Uh, where, yeah, there is like in that backyard picture where you see her standing there. There's actually a second one of her sitting down. And then in that birthday footage, there's actually her like standing in the hallway back, Mm -hmm. back there. This is all stuff that they missed, which. The, the the outdoor one, the backyard one. If this is such a like, I don't want to say famous photo, but like a well-known photo. in Yeah, yeah in that uh, community, you imagine this, that maybe they would have shared it around. Yeah. Yeah, this this would have been in like the local newspaper or something like that. Mm-hmm. You would think this photo especially amongst like ghost hunting circles would be scrutinized like every bit, everything. And like, how, how did they, how how did they miss this second one in there? See, 
This is right. All the some of the examples are more subtle. Like the there's like home video of Matt's birthday, and like in the background you can see Alice, and you know there's that backyard photo where it's like no, that very clearly there's another Alice sitting over there under the tree. All of this plays over the end credits, so I saw it less as all of this literally happened because like you look at that backyard photo, it's like no way, I don't buy that that was missed. It seems like it's more like a a what if. It's a, sort of a reflection on how, even as they continued to dive into her life after it had finished, they thought they knew Alice. They kept finding more things. It's just sort of a, uh, an artificial symbol of you, maybe the book's not closed. Maybe you'll continue to find things about Alice. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, maybe. Here's the thing, though. This movie is a, a mockumentary. If we take it, and it's done very sincerely, I think it does a great job yeah. of appearing as a, a true documentary. If we take that Absolutely. concept at face value, if they truly did find additional Alice's in these photos, they wouldn't just put them over the end credits. Like, this can't be part of the actual narrative. Well, the, that's the thing. I, I, the family, I, so the way I read that is the family never found it. Like they, they didn't notice those things. Maybe they did down, down the, the road, but that's hearsay, right? Like mm. for the, the initial kind of reaction to her dead, dead, death and all of that stuff and how they learned to cope it was all of the stuff that we saw in the documentary. Mm. So maybe they did find that stuff down the road, but they had already maybe kind of accepted what happened or moved on or stuff like that. Cause there is a bit at the end there where that they, they, they're like, yeah, we've, we've started to move on. We feel like a family again, like we're laughing together. We get to go out and eat and have fun. Mm. Right, they they seem to return to some normalcy, so maybe that implies that if they did find more of this stuff, that they'd be it, they'd be like, "Huh, that's strange," and then just kind of leave it at that. But I, I don't know. See, I feel like if that happened, that would have been an actual scene in what's supposed to be a documentary. <laughs> Yeah, I feel maybe. Like t- <laughs> if these are all true, these are major twists to the narrative that we need to like see everybody's reaction to. And we would see that. Like, I think this is just maybe when the end credits start, it's like the documentary is over. And now it's more like a, a, a fictional like narrative film, a more traditional one. And well, here's just these sort of. Ooh, but what if, what if you missed something? Like, I don't, I think they're supposed to give you a general sense of, of mystery, of the unknown, of things you have to discover, and maybe it's not literal. Well, here's the thing. The birthday scene, they showed that in the middle of the documentary. She's in that scene. I, 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 I caught it the first time. So she's okay, in, and I, in and that. I did, I did mean to go back <laughs> go and like double check some of the more subtle ones, like the birthday scene. But like, Dad, there's no way you snuck her past me in that backyard photo. The the only reason I could say that 
they snuck her past us in the backyard photo is because they are very clearly directing your attention yeah. to the the one where she is standing there. Like that is mm. much more clear and visible, whereas the one that she's hated on the bench is like more in shadow and underneath this tree and and stuff like that but yeah the like the the thing is like zooming in on that one so it is forcibly focusing your attention on this one thing but yeah that's the only thing that like gives me pause of of like it it it, it's not a like a made up what if but i also agree that it could be more metaphorical in a way that she like despite what they found or didn't find or how they moved on or how they coped she she is still there looking after her family or being with them as much Mm. as she can yeah maybe that's it right like maybe that's all all yeah all you need is just the the fact that the you know she's there she she's she's Mm -hmm. there with her family so but um yeah then then i think at at the i think closer to the end when they are doing that there's one more uh like bit of film where it looks like someone walks in front of the camera and is like staring in the camera like that is i think one of the more like the scarier uh bits in that because i think that's the one it leaves you on of like but they they might have missed some stuff yeah just like oh shit (laughs) like here here we go (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah i think yeah they that's it's just, it's just the fact that they 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 missed some stuff. Maybe mm. it's scarier than they think it is. Maybe it's not. Yeah, one of the biggest, um, one of the most interesting twists of the movie relies on the fact that they did miss something. There's some footage of the hallway where like Matthew is walking past again, like sort of where he's actively pretending to be Alice. This is part of his plan to make the mother uh suspect that alice maybe still be out there and then like go and exhume the body that's what he wants the mom to do because he thinks that will be beneficial to her uh it's revealed like like i said i think that reveal comes like you know half an hour into the movie or something like that where it's like oh matthew's been faking all of this shortly after that there's an additional twist where the family's going back over the videos and they realize yes this is a video of matthew faking something but there is a There's real intruder in our house that so you can see in like the bottom <gasps> corner. That was that was really interesting. The that fact was, that there's I something real hidden in the, the more, fake footage. One of the more fascinating bits of the film. Yeah, that they almost just didn't go into. Like again, they they could like if this was like a a series or a podcast or something like they they could have spent like two or three things investigating that photo and yeah. what happened and what they found because of that. Just like oh my god, there's so much stuff that is just like what is going on here? This is wild. <laughs> um, I yeah, this is the bit that I think felt the most like a true crime podcast or something like that uh yeah there is this figure that is 
like crouched down in the daughter's bedroom in this footage of Matthew walking across the, mm. the screen pret- pretending to be his sister. And they they somehow recognize it, which I Yeah, they're I like, oh, that's like, our neighbor. How do you neighbor. recognize who that is? Like, I, I you <laughs> can't even see. Uh, you just know it's a figure. Uh, but it happens to be their next door neighbor that has broken into their house and it is like crouching down in Alice's bedroom. Mm. And so they're just like, what the fuck? And instead, instead of like confronting him first, they're like, he was looking for something. What was he looking for? Um, well, they can't confront him because he's he's moved away since the time when that okay, was so he, filmed. And like when they by find time, it. they yeah, how not that. Gotcha. Yeah, because I yeah, he I knew he did move away, but uh, which we'll mention at a sec here. But yeah, I didn't know if that was like he had already moved away or he was in the process of moving and like just managed to like they didn't ask him in time or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, so they look in Alice's room. They're like, what what could he be looking for in there? And they they have this like false wall where a fireplace used to be, or at least yeah. that's what it looked like. Uh, which, yeah, it looks uh, like it used to be a fireplace and it was like boarded up, but you can still like remove that. And there is like a little space back there. Yeah. And it turns out Alice has a safe back there yeah. and they open it up and inside they find this video t- tape, uh, which is a porn film starring her. Uh, I, I, I don't know if you could really call it porn exact it's it's unclear if it, this is consensual is or not it seems yeah, like it, it was i mean she is yeah it's her having a threesome with these two neighbors this husband and wife uh whose kids she babysits and it yeah. it seems like that was like recent you know like before she died and she does seem yeah, like she's agreeing to it but you know weird power dynamics and all that it, i'll say it, that i she's She's agreeing to it, but I think it's important to note that she's still underage. Like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I want to so, say that like this was something <laughs> I had. I this was something I had heard about, and I think I'd heard that like she slept with the neighbor or something. And I was expecting some. The fact that it's a threesome with him and his wife, I'll say, is like new. That's a new form of like illicit things to happen to a teenage girl. So part of the newness of it uh, made it feel a little better than just like her sleeping with like some creepy neighbor man. Not that he's not still a creep, but I don't it's it's a new form of bad thing to happen to teenage girls. I'm like, well, it's still bad. But I, get, I don't know. It's different bad than the things I've had to see before. Like in that French show, we watched The Forest, where you find out that the dad had been like sleeping with the daughter's 15 year old friend it feels better than that does at least yeah that that because like you know what 
I don't feel like we need to rationalize the, the sleeping with the underage game. We don't no, need to do that I'm at saying all. It's a bad thing, but as a narrative <laughs> right, choice, right. if you're going to write in something like this, I appreciate that this isn't like the same story I've seen in other crime mystery murder. Yes, drama. sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I appreciate that you tried uh, something new. <laughs> but yeah, so they 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 discover that and yeah, they don't get to confront this neighbor because the neighbor has kind of disappeared. They yeah. moved. I think they said like 6 months after the daughter did died, they they seemingly moved out right away. Um and it they the neighbor didn't find this tape and stuff like that, which yeah. might have been the impet the impetus for them to move there when they had originally f filmed that 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 bit. And uh, yeah, the neighbor just kind of disappeared like that's one of the mysteries of of this film is that they really don't get to talk to him. They get to talk to other people people about him and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that but they also don't really talk about the wife like yeah yeah that was interesting to me too like she's clearly present there but like i don't think she's named they don't talk about her role in anything and the dad is like oh if i ever see that guy again i'm gonna beat him up it's like well how do you feel about the the wife's participation in this like it's clear in the video they're both there but all of the like I don't, it's all placed on the husband's shoulders. Yeah, I I guess that might just be a more like traditional viewpoint of like the Perhaps, husband is yeah. the, the man of the face, the lead head, the head of the family, right? Um, yeah, but it's that that that, that that's a, a whole thing that they I just felt like they mentioned, they explained it in a way that was like, okay, we explained it and answered it. But they didn't yeah. investigate this thing. And I I was like, this is what I mean with like, I, I like the idea of this movie. I feel like it it could be so much more affecting or scarier mm. uh, if it was drawn out. But I think if it was drawn out and made into a series, it, I, I, I think it would be... Like I, I feel I feel like it would end up being more of a true crime documentary mm. rather than like a like a horror or a, a, a supernatural look at this family and how they co co cope and stuff like that. I feel like it would change it just a bit, which might not be for the best. But yeah, it's just like mm. it's one of those things when like you submit your paper to your English teacher and they're just like great idea push it further like keep yeah. going right like th that's how i feel i feel i feel with this i like it but keep going yeah and i appreciate that like if we talked more to that couple i don't know if it would help us illustrate more about alice than what we need just knowing that this is something that happened um something she kept a secret from them this sort yeah. of secret that's lingering after her death that still has consequences and the guy breaking into the house to seal the tape i feel like it serves the purpose it's supposed to serve and they do acknowledge like i think there's there's like a local police officer who we check in with is 
part of the talking heads of this documentary. And I think she does say, we are looking for that couple. We don't know where they moved to. We're like trying to find leads that looks like they're drying up. Yeah, yeah. Like an attempt was made. (laughs) Absolutely. I have a bit of a weird question here. So you mentioned secrets. And I I I think the movie sets you up to to kind of be expecting that the daughter has a bunch of these secrets. Do you do you feel like the daughter had sufficient secrets? I <laughs> it's a bit of a weird question there. I feel like given how you know she does die when she's 16. And her her secrets are she had that threesome with the neighbors. She um, she was just filled with a sense of dread in her life. And she went to see a local psychic, a guy who does like a radio show. People in the town like know of him. Many people have called him and she sets up a, a consultation with him. And that's a secret that she kept from her family. And then mm-hmm. the the final secret of like what happened at Lake Mungo. So it's uh, three secrets, pretty much. Three secrets. Yep. Yeah, I. I don't know. I, I think this might be a factor of, again, what I just said. I think it would work better as a series. I don't necessarily feel like the daughter really had that many secrets. Right. I, I feel like. If you are a non-believer in the supernatural stuff, that that uh, like her sense of dread and maybe what happened to her at the lake is just like stress and anxiety and teenage angst and all that stuff. She's also a teenager, right? So she would yeah. be in, interested in sex and stuff like that and t- trying to figure out what all of that is about. And yeah, I I think just this like private consultation with the psychic, not really that I think that's maybe her just trying to reach out. It's a it's yeah. more of a call for help. But it, yeah, it's, I might call this two and a half secrets because it's not you, really a the, secret. She's trying to deal like with it and just business. never. Yeah, she she also just never really got a chance to tell her parent like it's Mm. not necessarily something she was purposely hiding but just like hey let me see if i can figure this out and investigate it and once i know or once i feel like this is something that my parents should know then yeah like like i may have told them but the film starts out with a voice line from i guess one of her friends that was like oh yeah Alice had secrets. Her secrets had secrets. And it just like it started the film like making me think like there's there's going to be so much like Mm -hmm. they like all sorts of stuff that they didn't know. And it might be true that there is like we talked about at, at the start that there might be more to her that the family will discover down the road. We don't know. But this film just didn't address that and i felt like the big secret was this was this threesome and that was kind of it and it was i was just like well that okay i I guess (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, speaking of the friend, yeah, that's not a line I thought about after I heard it, but I think maybe it's coming from the point of view of this is one of her classmates. Maybe it's like she cheated on a test. She prank called a a, a boy. Maybe she had a lot of like low stakes teenage secrets like that that don't factor into the, the movie. Bleachers. Yeah, right? yeah, she's, but like they factor the into like girl that you thought she right. was. Yeah, it may affect it like uh, how her friends look back on her, but isn't significant enough to get the attention of this supposed documentary filmmaker who's making all yeah. of this. Yeah, I'd say like the the threesome is a definite like clear overt secret. The the consultation with the psychic is more like I'm having bad dreams. I I, I have the sense of uncertainty, the sense of dread. Uh, it, I just want somebody to talk to, somebody to work through this with. And then what happens at Lake Mungo is you can understand why that's not necessarily a secret. Maybe she's like, I don't really know what I saw. I don't know what I experienced. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man. So <laughs> let's let's talk about that. Let's move mm. on a bit from that. But um yeah, Lake Mungo. What happened at Lake Mungo? Uh, so it's apparently this like summer camp place. Exactly. I was a little bit unclear on what it was because it yeah. looked like the family could just go there and stay there. But if it was an it actual looks, like summer camp, I feel like it looks that like, wouldn't be a place you could just reserve a, a cabin at. I don't think it's like a a summer camp like for kids. It seems like it's like a general like. Uh, looks like these were lakes once that have since dried up. So there's all these weird little like canyons, land formations. Like it's just sort of like one of the many natural wonders of Australia with like cabins around it. And some of her school went there as like a, a weekend trip. But then also like you know, her her family could go and rent a cabin there. I gotcha. Okay, yeah. So they they have a bunch of like really shitty cell phone footage like early yeah. early 2000s ever like you 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 got six whole pixels to to right. look at here on on the on this thing which makes, which is i think one of the strengths of the movie yeah yeah i i like it it also makes a lot of those bits kind of unwatchable <laughs> that it's just like, I have no idea what's happening here. It's choppy. It's pixelated, like, and which then lends itself to the whole like, well, I don't know what I actually experienced. Yes. In, in this thing. Um, but yeah, I want to say that yeah. I appreciate that the film didn't try and fudge how good a camera phone may have been at that time. It's like, you're right. It looks yes. terrible. It's supposed to look terrible. It's not like they're shooting on just like a lower quality film camera. And you're like, no, that's not from any phone a teenager has. No camera that's that good is something <laughs> apparently. They with have like an iPhone 11 back with them in on a school 2000. Trip. Right, right. Like it's it seems authentic. And it is that that pixelation, that blurriness, that uncertainty that gives you this extra chill of. I don't know what all of these shapes are going to resolve into. Like my eyes are searching these frames, trying to make right. sense of these like real choppy, blocky images. Am I going to see the the face of a real teen, you know, one of Alice's friends, or am I going to see something that truly is not supposed to be there? 
Like your brain's yeah. trying to work to differentiate what is uh what is natural and what is not. Right, yeah. Um, and so it seems like one of those nights that her, I, I guess, school members, or I, I don't know if this was more like a spring break t- t- type of thing where all the g- 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 girls go out there and, and stuff like that. Because it was it was her, f- it was like her friend guru, but it was only the girls uh, that were out there that night Um, maybe that's just that it seemed like it was part of a school trip maybe something extracurricular but i think this was just like they snuck out or it's like okay from eight to nine you know you you can sort of walk around that's free time for you yeah and it's middle of the night it's pitch black and these girls are out it looks like they are just Filming things, having fun. Maybe they're smoking. Maybe they're ju- 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 drinking. It's unclear. Mm. But they're just having fun and scaring each other and, and stuff like that. And in the midst of that, a- Alice, ha- who has been dealing with these nightmares and stuff like that, wants to kind of get rid of it in a sense. I, 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 so the way I understood it is that, yeah, she wanted to kind of get rid of all of that stuff and just uh, do this kind of homemade ritual to cleanse herself. So she mm. goes, she wanders off by herself to bury these things. And that's when she sees this thing. Is that how you. I think she saw it like she's walking around and then wants to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like we see the aftermath of it on her friend's video, and then her parents dig up that phone and find the video she had been shooting, and they see what happened before to make her behave the way she was behaving in the other videos. Yeah. So, yeah, so she, I guess, out and about while they were doing their stuff, she sees this thing off in the distance. She's not sure what it is. But it starts like making a beeline, like straight for straight for 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 her, and is like coming at full speed. And they capture a bit of it on the cell phone. And yeah, when when they tr- try and get the clearest picture of that, it looks an awful lot like the dead body that they took out of the dam. Uh, that the father identified as Alice. Um, so it is this like we like. Did you see your own dead body? Do is is yeah. is this just a physical manifestation of this impending doom that you see? Like what's happening here? But they caught it on camera, so it it was something. She saw something. Yes, but it's so nondescript it's so unclear about what it is that it really it really could be anything um but yeah it just it looks an awful lot like that dead body yes yeah Uh, that's that's chilling that's one of the scary bits in the movie where it zooms in on this the creepy face and you realize where you've seen it before and then film cuts back to like there was like a, a medical photo of alice's corpse yeah 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 that was scary um and it frightens her so much that yeah she she does this like homemade 
ritual to yeah. basically just like, look, I, I just need to leave all of this behind and cleanse myself of that and just be done, please. Like, that, let me not have to think about this stuff. Yeah, um, it's sort of as it, a, like, maybe her. she, yeah, and like, she's been having, like, what she talked about with the psychic, just having the sense of dread. Like, she's like, I know something's bad about to happen. Like, I, I oh. And so and she like I, I think she, she has that line where she says, I think it already did. Maybe. Yeah. Like her fate has been sealed, you know, yeah. and it's just like the clock is ticking down to the moment of her actual death. Yeah. So when she moral of she the story is her... don't have a threesome with the neighbors. Don't. <laughs> or... <laughs> Your fate don't will do be that. sealed. <laughs> Right. On any side. Don't have a threesome with the neighbors if you're all like consenting adults. In that situation, it's okay. Party all you want as long as you don't hurt anybody. Um, Yeah, her. She buries her phone. She buries like her her favorite bracelet and watch. Like she buries a couple personal effects as like. She's setting her own memorial for herself, kind of. Yeah. Stuff that she she identifies as this represents me. Yeah, and like maybe if she, when she sees that 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 figure, maybe she can recognize it as that's what I look would look like if I drowned. And maybe she kind of knows that. Maybe she thinks, "What if I die in a way that leaves my parents no body to bury? I I bury symbols of myself." Interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. Do you think that this? body is potentially something she saw elsewhere at other times and we just don't know it or i don't know maybe she saw occurrence maybe she had a feeling or maybe she saw something like that in dreams or thought she caught something out of the corner of her eye but maybe this is the clearest she's ever seen this thing maybe it's the time that it walks right up to her and faces her yeah. So like I I I feel like if if she is in fact seeing herself from the future like her her dead self I, like I think that begs the question of did like did she die on accident? I I don't necessarily think that was suicide, but is if is like did no. this thing kill her somehow? Like did it pull her down in the lake and they some in like a weird like metaphorical way became one at that point oh yeah um could be something like that yeah like the way she dies like she's out swimming with her brother and he says like i just turned around and then i didn't see her anymore the water was still like i didn't hear a struggle i don't know where she went so like it's a death where nobody suspects anything but it is still odd the the fact that she drowned does seem almost like a freak accident somehow yeah yeah so it's it's just it's it's i i i think the film does a good job of telling you the whole story and the story that i think it wants to tell about this family coping and trying to deal with the whole situation but i i i Again, I kind of feel like there's there's so much that is left out of the film that could pot- potentially be fascinating. Um, yeah. Of, of of yeah, like if we did get to explore 
her in her life a little bit more, did Alice see this thing again? Is this the only time? Like, that's a question that this film didn't really get to mm. address um, in this. And that's something I would like to at least investigate a tiny bit more. We might not get the thing of like, well, she saw it here or that. But, you know, it's something that I think is at least worth trying to figure out. Yeah, there's a lot of ideas explored in this movie. We've mentioned that she went to see a psychic and the we don't find out that out until later, you know, towards the beginning of the movie, the mom reaches out to the psychic, you know, in her inner despair, trying to like get some sort of closure. They, the family kind of befriends the psychic, you know, so they, the psychic comes to care about that family and their journey. And it's not until later when they find the safe. And in addition to that tape, you know, they also find like Alice's, uh, a diary and like her planner and she had like a, a, a business card from the psychic and she made an appointment with him and we find out that she had this consultation with him and the family feels betrayed and you see the psychic and he's like i did not mean to betray the family it was only my intention to uphold the like uh patient confidentiality that i had with alice you know, not a patient but like she's my client i take what i do very seriously uh, nothing that's said in a session gets shared with anybody outside of that. That's my policy. <laughs> and like you understand where he's coming from. And that's a question of, well, what's a secret and what's something that is just private business that isn't for sharing? Yeah, there, that's an interesting question. It's also a weird one in circumstances of de de death, right? Yeah. It's like, well, if 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 she's died on on one hand i understand the hesitation to be like well she's dead so here you here you go uh but it is also like she's died and now like weird things are happening like mm -hmm. there is this active investigation kind of going on whether it's a homemade one by the family or this like investigation by the police to potentially find the neighbor who may have had something to do with this or maybe not we don't like know like, he does i want to say that it seems like he never does at all with like nobody ever suspects that he had something to do with her death him or his wife because they were there like the family was there when right. it happened and it's like we just turned around and she went underwater how could anybody right. yeah. else have been at blame for that Right. I, yeah, it's it's not it's not like an active murder investigation, yeah. but there there is this idea kind of around the whole situation that people are questioning things and they're looking into certain aspects. Um, and so, yeah, I, I feel like under those circumstances, it would at least be prudent to be like, hey, because of the weird thing that that's happening, let me at least tell you that she came to see me. I have these tapes. I would like to keep them private because of patient confidentiality, but you're the remaining family. Like, it might be up to you guys what happens to these tapes now. But there's there's no but discussion of that. He, he yeah, just is like, but yeah, also, I just didn't say. You know, he comes to befriend this family he might feel like it is detrimental to them to tell them uh, Alice had a lot right. of fear. It seems like Alice could feel this coming. Like your daughter spent her last 
months of life living under a dark cloud <laughs> like that might not help them. Like the truth probably isn't going to bring any light to their lives in that case. Yeah. Yeah. Which which also makes sense. Right. Of just like, well, here's why I didn't show them. Here's why I made that decision. It mm. might just be an emotional one. Like the like these guys are looking for some kind of closure. And I think this is going to one not give them that but two not necessarily open new wounds or tell new secrets but just it might paint a sadder picture of of yeah. who this person was um yeah so th like all of that makes sense the thing that fascinated me and again that they really didn't talk about is that the daughter's sessions and the mother's sessions seem yes. to match up yeah i that and was that i they, liked that a lot i don't feel like that's yeah. something that needs to be talked about it, alice and her sessions with the the psychic and he like when he's it, it kind of like puts somebody like almost into like a a, a trance sort of and he's like okay just uh, you're walking it's up like to your house. Describe your house to me. Yeah, yeah. Describe your house to me. What path do you take as you go into different rooms? What do you see? Um, and like the daughter, yeah, like Alice, like goes into her room and she's like, "I see my mom here, but my mom doesn't see me." And for her, it's a feeling of, uh, "I feel closed off from my mom. My mom and I don't have a good relationship. I don't feel like I can talk to her. They don't know who and I for, really am." Yeah, kind of thing. and for. The same. The mom does the same thing in her session, but she's like, "I go into Alice's room. I don't see her there. I feel like she is gone." And for the mom, it's a, a feeling of peace, like Alice has passed on. I can move on in my own life now. Well, the the and first it's, time that happens, she sees her daughter sitting on the chair, but like isn't reacting to 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 her. So she also feels that mm. same dis connect of yes of of like hey i can see her but she can't see me and then the da 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 daughter has the same thing of like i can see her but she can't see, see me uh and it, it it is this like it oddly like matches up and then the mother's like okay i'm turning to leave and then it shows the daughter being like okay she's turning to leave like all this stuff and it's just like this is matching up like it, like they don't mention of like oh, okay did the psychic end up showing them the tapes or not even after it came out we don't know oh. um and so it is this hmm. weird thing of like they never addressed if like they've realized that these sessions matched up mm -hmm. somehow and it, it is just this kind of mysterious thing of just like we'll leave you with that note that, that's true yeah like we don't see that um the, the that the mom realizes that she had one perspective of this scenario and alice had the other that they do match up like that but oh, I, I like that that's the note that the movie ends on it's very sad <laughs> the movie's very yeah. sad but it's uh, it, there is some sort of beauty to it and the fact that even if you aren't <clears throat> Like you aren't seeing eye to eye, you aren't meeting each other at the right times, even in this sort of uh cosmic psychic space, your family is always connected. You're always tethered to each other. You will not lose track of each other. Yeah. 
yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting movie for sure. Hmm. I yeah, I just not not as scary as I was thinking it was going to to, to be. Like we said, there are a few scary moments. Um. Some some yeah, very like striking pictures that's just like ooh, I, I don't want to be looking at that for too long that's a little terrifying some of them are pretty but, uh, though like there's a we talked about the parents driving down to the dam to see where they they found alice's body and there's a bit that mm-hmm. like doesn't play in anything where the dad just says the car we had problems with the car trying to drive home later that night yeah it would only was... work if we went in reverse so we had to go in reverse the whole way <laughs> home which is like that was kind maybe of absurd. the most yeah, absurd, funniest thing in the whole film. You're just like, what? Why is this even in here? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of absurd, but it's also kind of like unnerving. And like there's there's footage in the film that clearly is not what actually happened. You know, it's these documentarians, you know, making mm-hmm. like a reenacted B-roll for later on where they just drive a car in reverse. But it's a beautiful shot of like this one little car driving in reverse against the, the Australian sky. Yeah, and it's it's beautiful. It's eerie. I thought like that was a nice detail to throw in there. I think that helped it feel like it was uh, more of a true documentary, which is something I think the movie does a good job with. Yeah, indeed. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. That's kind of all I have to say yeah. on this film. I, I, I was uh, thinking it might dive into the family history a little bit more to see if oh, there were yeah. like hauntings in the family earlier, right? Especially with all those old pictures at the start of like, ooh, is this somehow mm. related to this thing? Like we said, it, it's more just a, th- a, th- a theme of like photography and sure does have a history of capturing spooky things that I- maybe aren't actually <laughs> yeah. spooky. Um, yeah it's a motif but it's not really a theme yeah yeah um yeah it's it's i i'm i'm still thinking about the film i will give it that um but yeah I, i i don't think this is not a it's 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 sad. It's a bit of a downer of a film, right? It so I, is. I, yeah. I don't want to say it's bad because of that, but it is less exciting, right? It's not a thriller. It is this very no. somber film. So I think you have to be yes. in the right mood to kind of watch this or want to watch. Yeah, this. I think it's I think it's a great piece of work. I'm I am pleased that I have seen it. I haven't in a weird mood all week. Like, I feel unnerved sitting here talking about it almost. I think because it is so small and so personal and it's so based around this, like, family structure. And it's like, I have a mom and a dad and a brother. Like, it's so personal. It's so (laughs) close to the average viewer, perhaps. So, like, I recommend seeing it, particularly, like I said, if you... Uh, If you like horror movies, if you like just sort of uniquely formatted films, if you do like uh, true crime or tales of the supernatural and you want to see a fictional story that um, I mean, this is we've talked about how it feels like if this was something that was done today, it would be done a lot differently because this genre of entertainment is something that has really blown up over the last handful of years. Right. Like if something like this happened now, it would be like a 20 hour podcast 
podcast series <laughs> or like something you'd subscribe to Discovery Plus to watch. I I recommend it, but yeah, just just be aware. Like, watch this movie, but you better make a lot of things to like pick your mood up in the days after that. Make sure you have a full social calendar. Absolutely, absolutely, good stuff. Uh, well, Melissa, I think it is time to check in it on is. Bingo. And Bingo. I don't know about you, but I think we can finally cross off Ghost. Ghosts took a long time. I, yeah, we. I think we both have this one on our bingo cards. I, I, I know it is a mockumentary, right? And it is this like, is it a ghost? Is it? Maybe it's not. Maybe it is. But I, I feel I, like this is one we can say just like, yes, this is this is a movie a about a ghost. Yeah. Ghost oh, that gives me. Family. Oh, my God, Kyle, I've got two more bingos now. You, you, I have two more. So you have. Yeah, four? I've got, I have. Yeah, I've got two horizontal, one vertical, one diagonal. I only have one, two. I only have five squares left to cross out. Fuck. <laughs> Melissa, that... I still only have one. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you had the early, you know, you're, you're the rabbit. You, you're, you're the hare of the tortoise. The early lead. Yeah. So I have two things. I, 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 I have two columns that each need one thing in them. And then if I get yeah. both of the, those things, then I will just need one more thing to get that row across. So I like very easily could potentially just be like, bam, bam, bam. Right. Right. Get those 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 three bingos there. So we'll we'll see what the, the rest of the year has for us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let's see. No ancient evil. Uh, not really. The detective did not make this case personal. <laughs> no. Uh, no death by electrocution. Oh well, I think that's about it. Well, the vehicle in peril. <laughs> we had to reverse no. the whole way home. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I. <laughs> Being I feel like if we get in like one, one more good contemporary superhero story before the end of the year that will do a lot for both of us come on november come on november right um, right uh yeah i think that's that's it for bingo though we both got ghost on our ghost our thing here yeah so that is our right and we should bingo. say to the audience at least on my square when i wrote it down it's ghost exclamation point yes same same here ghost, ghost with an exclamation mark ghost um melissa let's do some recommendations yep. yeah if people liked lake mungo what else might they enjoy i feel like this was a great companion piece to uh just a couple weeks ago when we read the novel house of leaves by mark z danielewski because that's a a novel uh that's also very interestingly structured in sort of a non-fictiony way where it is a um, a journal about an academic book about a documentary that was supposedly made. So there's also a documentary in this. The, the narrative is that a family moves into a house that is weird. 
like the house keeps spatially changing in these impossible ways. It's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. It's growing new doors and new hallways and new corridors where there cannot be that. And it happens that the father of this family is a photojournalist and he was already planning on like making sort of a documentary about the experience of his family moving into a new home, settling down, you know, him and his uh, the, the mother of his children. They've always been together. They've never got married. Will they get married now in this scenario? How will their relationship grow and develop? So he's already like filled the house with cameras. And this is a book that was written in it was written in 2000 about like and I think the events in that narrative take place in like 93, 94, 5. So it's also like old 90s, camcorders. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And to like everything in the book sounds eerier when you imagine that the only way people have seen it outside of the people who lived it was on like a camcorder. Like everything seems creepier when you imagine that it all happened in like America's funniest home videos, visual quality. So to read about all of this and then get to watch this movie that is all, I mean, it's set in like 2005. So like the technology is more advanced, but it's still like blocky and grainy and your eyes are kind of straining to like pick out shapes in the dark. Like this was a nice visual follow up to what we read about in that book. Um, Absolutely. I would also recommend the podcast, uh, The Battersea Poltergeist, which I've mentioned before. It's from like BBC Radio, I think. And it is the story of a girl uh, whose family in like the 1950s, you know, they lived in London. Their house was being haunted by a poltergeist. And it seemed like not her specifically, like the poltergeist was like attached to this young girl. And the podcast is a combination of interviews with, you know, that woman's still alive. It's, It's interviews with her, interviews with like people who are around at that time. It's the the host of the podcast does like these sort of, you know, Mythbusters experiments like, okay they said that the noise that they heard in the uh, apartment was so loud that like neighbors down the street could hear it. And it was this unexplained noise. I'm going to like play my stereo real loud and I've got my buddy like stationed at the corner. He's going to report to me if he can hear it or not. So then we'll have like a frame of reference for these ghost noises the family's talking about. So it's real, like real documentary coverage of this event but also interesting parts of it that are like recreations in the format of an audio drama with like really good actors toby jones plays like the paranormal investigator for example it's really interesting Interesting. uh and also uh if you just want to see more of australia because i think it's a, a beautiful fascinating country this is a real change of pace there's a show on Netflix called Instant Hotel. It is a competition okay. reality show about a bunch of people in Australia who have different Airbnbs, like different pairs of people, couples, parent-child teams, sibling teams, whatever, business partners. And they just all take turns staying the night at each other's Airbnbs, and then they rate them, and then they go on to the next person. It's like, oh, you were the host last time. Now it's your turn to be the guest. And it's just a nice tour to all of these different parts of Australia. Like we're in the cities, the beaches and the more rainforesty areas. There is an episode where they stay in like underground, uh, underground homes in the outback in Cooper Beatty. It's if you just want to look at Australia, it's a really fun show. There's two seasons. I keep hoping like the, they'll wind up making more of it. I like it a lot. There you go. Good stuff. 
yeah, I want to second your recommendation on House of Leaves. It very yeah. much is, this thing is kind of happening to and around this family. It's set in a similar time period, kind of. Uh, and yeah, it is a lot of, about like how they deal with this supernatural thing and how they can confront it and how they can how they confront the loss of loved ones and so on and so forth um it's a spooky book spooky book mm -hmm. indeed and yeah it it definitely uh i was reminded of that as i was watching lake mungo here um I would also recommend the Black Tapes podcast if you do yes! want a like supernatural true crime kind of uh, style <laughs> document or documentary podcast uh, thing. It's a fictional uh, story, uh, but it is presented as if it is real, much like this in Lake Mungo here. Yeah. Um, the Black Tapes uh, was created by Paul Bay, who we have gotten to interview on our podcast, The Captain's Log. Uh, so you guys can keep an eye out for that one as well. It's already out. and it, We did the interview months ago now. Um, mm. But yeah, I would recommend that because they, they, they do that more like investigation style uh, podcast drama it's all acted out um all that stuff it's good it's a good ghost story and it goes to some some interesting and creepy places so fine yeah one of my faves i i have re-listened to the black tape one. several times it's a good one indeed um yeah and then i think that's about it for recommendations for me okay nothing else is really coming to mind at the moment there you go. Melissa. Yeah. You want to get into pitches. Yeah. I'm excited. What do you have here? for me? So I got two options here off the bat. You might need to do some strategery to uh, figure it out here. Or I guess okay. not, not, not figure it out. But uh, I have my pitches ready for this week and then in two weeks whenever i go next so it just depends on which set you want first i have one that's okay. all comics and i have one that's all tv shows uh um, okay let's see but what one would you like to do first mm -hmm. so we'd be doing the tv shows the week of the uh the Starting on seventeen. Um, I'm gonna tell you what, Kyle. Which one okay. of these pitches do you feel like includes more lighter-hearted entertainment? Because I feel like schedule-wise, I could go for either reading a comic, watching a show. But like, like I said, I feel like I need a little bit of a mood booster after like Mungo. Which do you feel like is going to be Ooh, more fun uh, out of your two sets? Um. Hmm, interesting question, because this is horror month. So it is all like it spooky is. stuff, right? Like I do like spooky stuff more than you do, and... though. So a lot yeah. of horror is fun for me. Like I watch like a slasher movie and just laugh. I have a great time. This particular story was almost more of a tragedy than a horror. Mm, I think the only one that maybe you would consider fun would be in the TV 
section, but I, I don't feel like all of the picks are fun, if that makes sense. Uh, go for it. Go for the set of TVs. The TV ones? Okay, I have yeah. the descriptions pulled up here. Uh, so first, this is a fairly recent show on Netflix uh, that has gotten some uh, some good reviews so far. I've also I'm also a big fan of Rahul Kohli, uh, who stars in Midnight Mass on Netflix. Ah. Uh, I have heard good things. There's one season out so far. I believe it is only one season like i think it's supposed to be a mini series so there's mm. seven episodes out um okay that sounds good the, the series is about a small isolated island community uh, whose existing divisions are amplified by the return of a disgraced young man and the arrival of a charismatic priest um they describe this as a supernatural horror uh, and if I'm not mistaken, mm. this is by the same creators as uh, like Haunting on Hill House or something like that. Um, I, I, I don't know where I heard that. So I could be wrong. So take that with a grain of salt. But I okay. have heard good, no, I think that's good true. things. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm interested in checking this one out, I think, more so than uh like haunting of hill ha house and st st stuff like that i forget what that fo follow-up series oh blythe manor blythe manor which i think also had rahul Kohli in that um so midnight mass is pitch number one that's on netflix okay in fact all of these are on netflix andy pitch number two uh is a south korean TV series. Uh, this is a horror thriller. It's a Korean uh, political period piece with zombies. This one is called Kingdom. I actually pitched this last year, I believe. Okay. Um, and this was one of the ones that was not picked, but I think it looks interesting. Uh, there's two seasons of this. Each season is only six. Uh, okay. Six each. So we could do both seasons um if if we wanted to uh, i don't know if they're making a third season or not uh that's a little bit unclear uh but it is set during career korea's uh joseon dynasty i don't think i'm pronouncing that correctly but uh that's it it's three years after the imjin war uh the first season but, of Kingdom. Like what year is this? I I know you do you name wars and dynasties. I don't, what it is century? Not saying. Let me see here. The Joseon Dynasty. When did this take place? Um, like I'm trying to last picture how much of a period piece this is. It was the last dynastic kingdom of Korea. It was founded in July of 1392. Oh wow. Yeah. So this is this uh, is Middle Ages. This is, this is Green Night times, approximately. Yeah. Uh, it, it it says yeah. It was it was founded in 1392, but re replaced by the Korean Empire in 1897. Uh, so it, okay. it was a long lasting period. Okay. Good. Wow. That. Yeah, that could be anywhere within like 500 years. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So Kingdom. Uh. 
the first season of Kingdom follows the story of the crown prince Li Cheng uh, and his subordinates who stumble across an unnatural plague that resurrects the dead uh, amidst his investigation of a brewing political conspiracy and rumors of the king of Joseon's death. Um, so there is that. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, this stars uh, Bay Dojidona, uh, who you guys might recognize from Sense Eight. Uh, okay. Stuff like that. The Korean woman. Uh, Never seen Sense Eight, but I was looking at the cast list, and I thought this person seems familiar to me. I've also probably seen their face on a splash page on Netflix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Per, 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 probably. Um, but yeah, this is a Korean uh, show. Uh, so yeah, interesting one with that. That is Kingdom. And last but not least, this one is also fairly recent on Netflix. However, I haven't heard much. It, it un- uh-huh. unfortunately, I think, got buried and was maybe a little bit too far away from October for it to really catch on in the like horror category in the horror category but i've heard good things but then it just quickly moved on this is brand new cherry flavor uh the premise is lisa nova played by rosa salazar comes to comes to Los Angeles dead set on directing her first movie. But when she trusts the wrong person and gets stabbed in the back, everyone goes or everything goes sideways and a dream project turns into a nightmare. This particular nightmare has zombies, hitmen, supernatural kittens, and a mysterious tattoo artist who likes to put curses on on people. And Lisa's going to have to figure out some secrets from her own past in order to get out alive. So that is brand new cherry flavor. It's eight episodes. Uh, It's meant to be a mini series. So I think it is completely done. Um, Mm -hmm. This looked interesting. This looked like it had a like a hard hitting. This is the one that I I think you would think is fun. Uh, it mm-hmm. looked like it almost had like a grindhouse slash slasher style to it. Hard hitting, fast paced and fun. But still horror, horror mm-hmm. drama. On that one there. So pitch number one, Midnight Mass. Pitch number two, Kingdom. And pitch number three, brand new cherry flavor. Interesting set of pitches. You know, I'm- I, I am kind of intrigued by Kingdom. Maybe maybe in years to come, we will eventually cover it. I got to go with Brand New Cherry Flavor, because that's a show I've been wanting to pitch to you. And look, okay. you've already given it to me. There I, you go. And, and this Stars is a show that a uh, friend of the show, Jack, started watching and recommended is, is perhaps something that we could cover here in our Halloween month. Perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I've, I, I saw this. It came out in... August, which is why I was like, it maybe missed the spooky train or was just a little early. 
But yeah, I've, I I saw the trailer for this and I was like, oh, that looks interesting enough to like, I I would maybe want to watch that and pitch that on the show. So that is what we will do for this next week. Brand new cherry flavor. Uh, and then when I pitch again in two weeks, we will have uh, some some comics to to check out. That's, so. that's nice to know. I, it's nice to have an idea coming up of like what I might be up to that week. Sure. Yeah, I'll tell yeah. you, Kyle, as a little preview, um, the pitches I'll be giving uh, next week may be kind of a grab bag. I'm still figuring them out. But okay. my pitches for the final episode of the Halloween set will be. Uh, pairs of movies. They will be horror movies and their remakes. Ooh, good one. Yeah, yeah. One. So I'd let okay. you know now so that you uh, know to plan out time for two movies <laughs> that okay. week. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, brand new cherry flavor. It's available on Netflix. Go check it out. That's what we will be talking about this next week. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. I hope I enjoy it. I hope Melissa enjoys it. Um, but yeah, I think that about wraps us up for this week on the review show. So Melissa, where can the people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, where me and my brother Jams talk about weird old kids shows you feel like only you remember. Uh, our first episode we're doing uh, it should, for October should be coming out soon. Uh, this is will definitely be out by the time you listen to this, but it's about Ghost Rider, the, an old PBS show from the 90s about like a ghostly orb of light that uh, gives kids words and helps them solve little puzzles. But we talk ghost about writer, a se- ghost writer, ghost writer, <laughs> not the Marvel yeah, comics. yeah, different yeah. from like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> not Johnny Blaze or whatever his name is on the motorcycle. <laughs> And we cover an, a series of episodes where they encounter a little monster named Gooey Gus. It's G- great. <laughs> Gooey Gus. Kyle, you laugh, but like Gooey Gus is terrifying. Like you're going to Google okay. Ghost Rider Gooey Gus and you're going to see all these articles like Gooey Gus, the monster that traumatized your childhood right there on PBS. Like, yeah, he's a little silly, but he's like. He's intense. So I definitely wanted to cover that in the month of October. Like, we got to talk about Gooey Gus. Be here. I think I'm purple guy up wearing a, a hat. Picture, yeah, of, of, of this guy here. We're going to switch to the browser so you can see good old Gooey Gus. <laughs> guy is disgusting looking. Yeah. Horrifying. Anyways, there you go. That's, that's, uh, What's coming up on Saturday Morning Obscurities over on Melissa's podcast over there? Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. And if you guys want to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a foe, tell someone alive, tell someone dead. Uh, just help spread the word. That would help us out a ton. Uh, and we would appreciate it a lot. So uh, I think that is about it. So with that, we will see you all next week. Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye.